0: Of the pens and the best pens coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh and iHeart Radio Station.
1: I hate the list right now because Jericho's not been on TV for months doing it. But last night he returned for the 25th anniversary Raw and did the list. And I got two tweets yesterday saying how much they like the list because they're getting out of work right at five and it's the first thing they hear. Anyway, the Penguins are currently out of the playoffs. But they are right in the middle of this giant blob known as the Metro Division. 56 points puts you in second place. 50 points puts you in last place. The Penguins have 53 points, which is right in the middle of this huge wad of disgusting, mediocre Fleming snot. The Penguins are tied for the last wildcard spot in the Eastern Conference. And just three points out of second place the Metro. Moving up the standings and even building a bit of a cushion seems like it should be no problem for a team of the Penguins' caliber. But if you believe that, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. A, the Penguins have yet to display that caliber on a consistent basis this season. B, the Penguins have an enemy, and it is the loser points. Carolina and Philadelphia New Jersey each have eight losses, that they got a point for. That's the equivalent of four extra wins for games they lost. Look at the scoreboard. Islanders last night, loser point. Capital Sunday night, loser point. If a game is tied with 10 minutes left, teams just play ping pong with the puck till they ensure themselves of the loser point. It spoils too many games, and it skews the standings. It makes it difficult to make up ground. There are too many three-point games. The Penguins have the third most wins in the Metro, but right now, they're out the playoffs. I hate the loser point. And guess what, loser you point? You made the list. <laughs> Jericho's coming to town March. He's going to be uh, with his band Fozzie at Jurgles. I think it's March 2nd or 3rd. I'll, I'll fill you in on that date. I'm sure we'll have him on between now and then. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz-Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Okay, so what do you think? Can Tomlin tell the Steelers they have to be on time? Can Tomlin tell the Steelers they can't be on social media? Like, you know, I I talk with Stan. I talk with Bob. I still don't have a satisfactory answer from either as to why the players can't be kicked off social media by their employer. I just... Don't see why that can't be the case. Oh, April. Fozzie's April 3rd. Jericho and I had a, a good routine planned for one time when he came on the show, and then we we just forgot to do it. I'm not going to tell you what it is because we might yet do it, but we had this whole routine planned. Then afterwards, and it was, it was a good segment. Afterwards, I, I talked to Jericho on the phone. He goes, Man, we forgot to do such and such. And I go, Yeah, we did. It goes to show you creativity means nothing if you're forgetful. Let's go to uh, Mark and Irwin. Mark. You're on the Mark Madden show. Hi Mark, I, I listen to you a lot and um, you know, I, I
0: don't understand your position now with respect to the Steelers and saying that they can't win with this culture because like i said i've listened to you a lot and i've heard you say stuff like team chemistry has nothing to do with what happens on bro the bro the you field. know what
1: there are exceptions to every rule and this is the exception because this isn't a little problem with chemistry this is absolute chaos it's anarchy down at that facility tell well, me i'm I- wrong tell me it's not way different and way worse I think it has absolutely nothing to do with why they lost to Jacksonville. They lost because they don't have middle linebackers. Well, you know what? You can't you can't down pin down. you can't pin that loss on the culture specifically. But you don't think the culture added up over the season? No, they won 13 games and they had two of them. You know what? And it didn't mean anything. And, and what I'm telling you is, I didn't say they couldn't win 13 games. I didn't say that they can't win the division. I didn't say they can't be competitive. One thing I'll tell you, and I'll be more specific, they will never beat New England with this culture. They will never beat the team with the perfect culture as long as they have a poisoned culture. And now Jacksonville under Coughlin is headed in that direction as well. You watch. That's going to be a trend in football because everybody follows the teams that win. They imitate the winners. No, shut up for a second. Okay? They imitate the winners. It's going to be more work and less play with a lot of these teams because the teams that make it work and not skip andy do are winning. Go ahead.
0: Well, Mark, I think you're right when you've talked about this before that it's talent, Uber, Alice, talent, talent.
1: talent. But, but but the oh, talent's being compromised. Don't you understand that when the running back skips the walkthrough, he's compromising his talent and his teammates' belief and willingness to execute on his behalf. You know how no, I know I'm right. You know how I, I know I'm I bro, bro, you. you know how you well you can disagree all you want. You know how I know I'm right? Because they soiled the bed again in a big game against a more disciplined team. And they always do it. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me they don't always soil the bed in big games against disciplined teams. I think they lose because they don't have the let talent. Me, let me ask position. you the question again. Tell me they what? They don't have the talent to beat Jacksonville? They have more talent than friggin' New England. At middle linebacker? Oh, okay, Well, you you know what, you're right, the Steelers had the best team and they would have won the Super Bowl if Shazier hadn't gotten hurt. Is that what you wanted to hear? Because it's always some friggin' excuse. It's always some friggin' excuse. It's no, never we should have won. It's never line. we were good enough. It's never we soiled the bed. It's always some friggin' excuse. With a team oh, that's... Un- oh, shut your mouth. I wish I could reach through the microphone and slap you. This team underachieves because of its culture. Because it's underachieved for a long time in the same culture. Goodbye. There's exceptions to every rule. Talent, Uber, all this. But the Steelers are sabotaging their talent. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you saw this season and that I'm wrong. You know, And you know where I'll be vindicted too? And I'll be yanking and cranking, but don't wake up and thank me. I'll be laughing and making fun of you because the same thing's going to happen next year. And in perpetuity, as long as things don't change with that culture. And I'll be laughing. Ha <laughs> ha, I'm laughing now. Did you hear me? Ha <laughs> ha, laughing. Let's go to uh, Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What up, Big
0: Sexy? What up, man? And I totally agree there's exceptions to the rule because you, you have Lev Bell who got pot for pot, couldn't play, was suspended. That locker room hasn't changed that much. So if he skips a walkthrough, I don't care how good he is on the field, you already have a locker room that's a joke with everything that went on this year. And they were just so—they were so
1: egotistical. Not all of them. Well, you, you know what? You know what else really hurt the locker room too, Virgil? Okay, the usual suspects acted like children. Mostly Lev Bell. AB was better this year, and I've acknowledged that. But then you have the war hero double-crossing his teammate and creating such a commotion. It rattled them to the point where they lost the game they shouldn't have. That was—that's a rare situation. They were so rattled by that that they lost to Chicago. Right, and... and, You could uh, tell. They were playing in that game. They were in the huddle, and they were thinking about the excrement storm after the game and not the game itself. Totally. And then you have
0: guys like like Mike Mitchell, who I think has has underperformed since day one here, and and old Vince Williams, who constantly run their mouth. Like, it it doesn't... Good teams don't do that. And and I know Ben's probably not the type of guy at this point of of his career, maybe he's never been this because that's just not him, to say, like, come on, guys, you need to grow up. But it never happens in New England, and because it happens somewhere else, it can be recreated. Now, I don't think Tomlin Tomlin should ban them from doing all that stuff. He should do that. But you've said it from day one. You're not going to win with a guy like Tony Brown. You're not.
1: You're not going to win gonna with happen. this group of players, period. Although Tony Brown did make some progress, but, you know, TikTok, he'll do something stupid in the not-too-distant future. You know, Alejandro Villadueva, to me, is a, I don't know if you can be a uh, calculating circus act and an honorable war hero at the same time, but he kind of tested that this year for me, and he's not that good. If Alejandro Villanueva weren't a war hero, you'd all be talking about how he stinks. Up next, it's hockey talk only. We got, oh, wait, no, we got Ask Mark Anything first. Well, we'll do that first. Hockey Talk at 5.30. Ask Mark anything right now. Right now. Right now. I'm talking even as we speak. Right now, ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX.
0: And now the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: You're talking to the super genius. Yo, double M. Yo, drunked up Willie. Mark Madden is Pittsburgh Sports. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. Time to ask Mark anything. Ask me anything you like about anything you like, dial 412-333-WXDX. It's brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar, the city's best seafood and chop house. Check out Chapino in the strip. Let's go to Sean in South Hill. Sean, ask Mark anything.
0: Uh, I was curious, what are your thoughts on uh, the Riverhounds? Do you think they'll ever make MLS? Or uh, no, they, they won't talk?
1: make MLS. Uh, why would you think that? There's not promotion and relegation in American soccer, so they're in the league they're in. That said, I think they have a great coaching staff this year. They hired Lily, who coached Rochester uh, in the same league for many years and very successfully. They got that Pulisic kid's dad as an assistant coach, and uh, they're bringing in a lot of new players. So I'm excited about the River Riverhounds for this coming season. They need to do something they haven't done uh, in the last few years, which is get off to a good start. When a- That's a When a minor league team gets off to a bad start, people remember it's minor league and they don't care. When a minor league team gets off to a good start, people want to see a winning team. So that's the big thing for the Riverhounds. I mean, I go three, four times a year, and I really enjoy it. Let's go to uh, Tone in Whitehall. Tone, ask Mark anything.
0: Double M, big fan, big
1: fan. Thank you. Okay, so when you're eating pancakes, do you apply I almost never eat pancakes, but go ahead.
0: Okay, well let's say you did. Do you apply the syrup first? would you apply the syrup first and then eat it or would you apply after or as you cut?
1: Uh, I, when I eat pancakes, I put very little syrup on, but I put it on before I cut. Okay yeah, I like put it I put it over the pancakes and then cut. But mostly what I like to eat on pancakes and waffles? No butter, uh, very little syrup. Some kind of fruit compote like blueberry or strawberry and whipped cream. Okay, thank you. My favorite uh, waffler pancake was a Belgian waffle at this place called Serendipity 3 in Las Vegas, uh, part of Caesar's Palace. It was two waffles with uh, the fruit compote and whipped cream between the waffles, like an ice cream sandwich, then more of the same on top of the waffles. Let's go to John in the car. John, ask Mark anything. Good day, sir. I said good day.
0: Any notable startup restaurants that you've eaten at in the past six months that would be worth a try in the city?
1: Yes, there's a place in Wilmerding called Winkies. I suggest you try Winkies in Wilmerding. Let's go to Mario on Neville Island. Mario, ask Mark anything. Double M, what up, man? What up, man?
0: Hey, biggest disappointment last night from the 25th anniversary of Raw. Like the one thing, uh, the whole one show one
1: was thing. disappointing. The only thing I really enjoyed was the local boy Elias uh, giving John Cena the okey doke with the guitar and his interaction yeah, okay. with Jericho. I thought that was a real big night for Elias. I thought a lot of the old guys just looked old, yeah. and because they were old, they didn't do much with them. I couldn't believe Steve Austin didn't talk. That was very disappointing. Did you see the DX segment? I kind of faded in and out. It was kind of cheesy. I'm not going to lie. They well, did Shawn Michaels that. talk? I didn't hear him talk. He talked a
0: little, not much.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we hear Hunter talk all the time.
0: I thought they could have done a little bit better and maybe making it more about the Attitude Era. I could have done a little less with the new. Well, stuff, but they can't. They but. can't
1: make it about the Attitude Era because they're no longer in the Attitude Era, That's and they're not going to do anything above PG-13. True. Let's thank go you. to thank you. Let's go to Tom and Shady Side. Tom, ask Mark anything.
0: Hey, Tom, uh, Mark, how you doing? Great, great. Hey, do coaches get drug
1: tested? I don't know. No, I, I well, I think that would depend on the individual team's policy. I, I, that's a good question. I wonder if, say, the Steelers have drug testing for employees.
0: Yeah, I think they should start doing that because I know for a fact that some of the coaches are smoking. That's a fact.
1: Smoking what? Crack? Pot? Tobacco? Pot, but still. That can affect their... I don't know if the Steelers have a... You think they're smoking before the games? I'm not sure about smoking
0: before the game, but I've seen a coach in the store buying blunts.
1: Maybe he just wants to smoke cheap cigars.
0: Nah. Blunt wrappers. Not blunts. Blunt wrappers. Blunt
1: well, they need to fire the entire staff then. Let's go to uh, Bert in Indiana. Bert, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. What up? Tocitos, Tocito scoops, or rounds? Not even close pizza? to scoops. you got to have the scoops, right? I mean, if you're having salsa or queso and you have a flat, it'll just spill off it. All right, so think about the amount of air
0: in the bag that you're paying for the scoops compared to rounds. Rich, Same price on the bag.
1: Rich people don't think about stuff like that. We want convenience. We want quality. Rich people want scoops. Up next, hockey talk only, hockey calls only. It's the Hockey Night Show coming at you here on 105.9 The X. It's the X at 105.9 Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden, brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, on your home for the best Pens coverage and the best hockey talk, 105.9 The X. It's the Hockey Night Show. Uh... The big development with the Penguins today is Casey DeSmith Smith will make his third straight starting goal. And that's with Murray and Jari seemingly healthy and available. I think Mike Sullivan might want to give Matt Murray a few more days off uh, with Murray uh, definitely shaken, and understandably, by the death of his father. I get that. Uh, Matt should take as long as he needs before he starts playing games again. Although, as he told the media just yesterday... Uh, hockey's kind of a sanctuary uh, away from things like mourning the death of your father. Uh, I know that to be true. The uh, week my mother passed away, I coached in a hockey tournament because otherwise I'd just sit at home and cry. So but whatever Matt thinks is best for him and what the team thinks is best, I wholeheartedly endorse. I am a bit surprised the Smith is in goal for a third straight start, but he played really well in those last two games out on the West Coast. Uh, played well in the win at Los Angeles, and then well again in the 2-1 loss at San Jose. It's just kind of unusual when the third-string goalie makes a third straight start. Uh, But, you know, he's the hot hand, like Sullivan said. I just hope he continues to play like the hot hand and not like the AHL guy, which is what I consider him to be. But uh, he earned it. Will that pay off tonight with valuable points on the line? We'll see. I hope so. Brian Rust is a game-time decision. No definite word on him, but it appears likely that he will play. And Ryan Reeves looks like he will be a healthy scratch for the first time this year, which I don't quite get because I thought he's played pretty well lately. I would have been uh, more likely to play him more than play him less. I think Rutherford wanted Reeves. I think Sid and Geno like Reeves in the lineup. I don't think Sullivan does. Sullivan wants every single guy to play fast, but... Then again, Reeves is not a bad skater. Again, I'd have played him more and not scratched him tonight. Let's go to Jared and South Hills. Jared, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Hey, Mark.
0: Uh, kind of to continue the conversation you're having with the Penguins goalies uh, at the beginning of the year, the Penguins signed Antti Niemi, and it was clear that they wanted Jari to, to marinate in the AHL for another season. Correct. Do you think that that philosophy has changed now that he's been kind of pressed into action more? I think that philosophy's
1: changed because they need points. Right. I think you when think you need there's... points and there's not, you're going to make the playoffs, you have all hands on deck, and if Jari's your second-best goalie and you need points, he needs to be in the NHL to play those games that Murray can't. Do you think there's value in, in, a, in bringing in a, maybe a veteran goalie to help Murray with the playoff run and no, letting Jari go no. back? No, I think they would be comfortable with Jari and goal uh, for a playoff series. Uh, then again, maybe I'm wrong, and, and i got to tell you, this plan to Smith three games in a row – makes me wonder if they don't want to send Jari to the minors and keep the Smith as the backup, which would be Sully and Jim Rutherford badly outsmarting themselves because that would be the wrong move, period. Let's go real quick to uh, Steve in the car. Steve, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Real quick.
0: Hi, Mark. Uh, if uh, Brian Russ is able to come back, uh, do you think he'll uh, just be uh, paired with uh, Malkin's line again? Or We're going to
1: talk uh, to Jay Caulfield about that in just a few moments. It's my guess that in his first game back tonight, he plays on the fourth line, because okay. you don't know how many minutes you're going to get from him, and if he's going to knock the rust off, you don't want it to be, uh, on a top two or three line. At, at least that's the approach I would take. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Well, don't bother calling because up next, we have Jay Caulfield. He is the king of the telestrator. You love him on ATT and T Sportsnet. And you will love him right here on 105.9 The X. This is the Hockey Night Show, brought to you by the three wise men, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. I'm Mark Madden, Jay Caulfield, next.